Hello, everyone, and welcome to Not Your Father's Movies. I'm Vito. I'm Mike. I'm Jesse, and we're the Dad Fathers coming at you with some big black pearl energy with Chris. 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 Part two? Part two. Chris, Chris, part two. should remember this. Chris, part two. (laughs) This is Chris, Dead Man's Chest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna have to watch it to Pirates listen to our episode of the Chris <laughs> Dead Chris oh, tells no yeah. tales. <laughs> Dead Chris tells no tales. <laughs> Dead Chris tells no tales is a lot better. <laughs> that is uh, a lot better. It's okay. He'll pull himself up by his Chris straps. Oh, Chris, straps Chris straps. Chris straps. <laughs> Chris straps. Chris straps. <laughs> All right. So before we completely devolve into uh, babbling idiots, which will eventually happen in this episode, we promise. Today we're launching a new franchise. The last franchise that we did was Sam Raimi's Spider Man from the early 2000s, and also from the early 2000s comes. This one, beloved by all of us in our childhood and teenage years, it's Pirates of the Caribbean. It's beautiful. You're welcome. That was that was beautiful. I think. But talking about this franchise that meant so much to us as we were kind of. Like connecting with our fathers, connecting with our friends, these pirates movies really brought us together. And so what we're going to do is we're going to do full length episodes for one, two, and three. We'll be joined by some various guests. And then for episodes four and five, we are going to combine them into one episode and talk about them because we really don't think that anyone out there wants to hear three hours of content on Pirates of the Caribbean (laughs) 4 and 5. So we'll just smash them up into one and have fun with it. That's the whole point of these is to talk about something that mattered to all of us deeply and uh, and just have fun with it. Yeah. You know, I I was telling my wife that we're going to do a fourth episode on 4 and 5 and she was like, there's a fourth and a fifth Pirates movie? (laughs) I never heard about these. (laughs) Well, they did come out like what a decade after. Yes. You know what? We need more money. Let's do that. (laughs) Yes. Disney Disney needed to resurrect one of their most popular and well and money making franchises. These movies made so much freaking money. Isn't it like the 10th most highest grossing franchise ever. Yeah, it's something, something like, it's something that? like oh, yeah. that. Yeah, I that is something I, I got stopped. So uh, full disclosure, in true dad fashion, I was like, I'll take a quick power nap before this episode. I'll set an alarm on my phone. Just going to just going to get some energy in. Got to go to sleep. Slept for an hour. <laughs> Woke up not nap. knowing what day it is. <laughs> but we're just here talking. staggering around. Exactly. But we're Still here talking, talking about pirates, talking about where we're going. And I think that we need to First, start off with some cast and crew, because that's going to be important as we move on. So starting right out the gate, this is directed by Gore Verbinski, who had previously only done Mouse Hunt, The Ring, The Mexican, and a bunch of commercials and a bunch of music videos. He had not really established himself as kind of the guy that he would be on the end of these three movies. He's really in formation. He would later go on to do The Weatherman, Pirates 2 and 3, Rango, where he wins the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature, then The Lone Ranger, and A Cure for Wellness in 2016. And since 2016, uh, fans of his, such as myself, have watched as every project that he signs on to eventually withers and dies. And he oh. just cannot make another movie, <laughs> and it's driving me insane. Oh. He has he has a, a credit on this movie, I think, called Spaceless, that has been in production since 2017. Wow. And it's, it's just there. It's, it's time to let go, there. man. It's time I, to let go. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, he, he, but he has a history of this. Like He was supposed to make the Bioshock movie. 
Mm. And he was attached to that oh. for forever. Wow. And it was then it was considered yeah. too uh, expensive. Mm. And I'm going, well, you gave the guy like $150,000 to make the Lone Ranger. Like $150 million to make the Lone oh. Ranger. Like, what's the problem? Uh, well, they gave him $150 million to make the Lone Ranger. That's <laughs> the problem. That's yeah. true. Yeah. But he made three Pirates movies that made over a billion dollars. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Anyway, so this movie, a little bit of the history of it as he signs on to it. It was originally going to be a direct-to-video starring Matthew McConaughey as Sparrow or Christopher Walken. They weren't it's sure. Crazy, and Christopher Walken. Imagine, <laughs> yeah. Imagine that, that is so funny. Man, he would have been awful. The watch. it's the it's the watch that you give me. <laughs> a little faster, Walken. A compass that doesn't point, point. north. <laughs> North. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Jim Carrey was also considered for Jack Sparrow. Huh. Uh, uh-uh. I I want to see that movie. I don't think it would be very I do. good. <laughs> well, yeah, I feel like I already have because every Jim Carrey movie is really just Jim Carrey. It's true. It's true. He does bend his face in a in a variety of of ways that rubber would be uh, challenged by. <laughs> then after this, the movie is almost shut down completely because of the failure of the Country Bears. You guys remember the Country Bears? Literally, no. Oh, I saw this yeah. in prep, and I was like, "Oh, is this is this like a store? Like, you know, <laughs> the Country Dairy, or like one of those other like bed and it's breakfast like a honey thing. things? Yeah, it's, it's like, a the, honey it's like thing, the Cracker maybe. Barrel. Yeah, yeah. Cracker Barrel. Yeah, it's yeah, like cracker. that. Like the Country Bears, come on in, biscuits and gravy. I don't know yeah. what. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably biscuits and honey. Yeah, yeah. But this was based on the the theme park ride. Jesse, you remember the Country Bears, and it had a lot of an- animatronic bears. I believe a joke is that one of the bears who is in the band plays a an instrument that has one string, and they call it the one strang thang. You guys remember that joke? It's a great mm. joke. I don't. I, no, it's something no. I remember from seeing it on HBO when I was like nine. Okay. I don't remember anything about it. I just remember the trailers being awful and the movie being awful. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it's crazy to think that that almost <laughs> killed this. I, I'm in shock that like this is a movie that exists. Yeah, we that's should... like the joke of it is the one string thing. It, it's one of the jokes. Yeah, one of what of what of, could loosely be construed as a joke. Why did jokes <laughs> keep going after that one? It was so funny. <laughs> All yeah, comedy should have ground to a halt. <laughs> anyway, so that's sort of the little bit of the backstory that I wanted to tell about this one. You can do your own internet deep dives, and that's talking about Gore Verbinski. Someone else. Four other people that we should mention are the writers. Ted Elliott and Terry Rosio write the screenplay based on a story by those two, Stuart Beatty and Jay Wolpert. Now, Ted Elliott and Terry Rosio are the guys that are responsible for giving us Aladdin, the Disney movie, Godzilla, The Mask of Zorro, Small Soldiers, The Road to El Dorado, Shrek, Mm. Treasure Planet, and The Lone Ranger. So those guys alone own all the based on character rights for every incarnation that those later went on to be. That's wild. So those guys have to be some of the richest writers in Hollywood. Yeah. I, I, I can't, I can't conceive of how they couldn't be. Oh yeah. And they, they like wrote our childhoods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, they work together a lot. Although Terry Rosio also goes off on his own sometimes. And he wrote deja vu with Denzel Washington. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, Stuart Beatty is on here. He's a weird guy. Cause he's two of his biggest credits are collateral and 30 days of night, which are oh, very wow. much not, this not this opera. at all. <laughs> yeah. And then Jay Wolpert is just basically he's mostly known for pirates. Okay. He has very little work after pirates that's not related to the universe. And then we have Jerry Bruckheimer as a producer, also the producer of all the action movies of our teenage years. <laughs> the Bruck. <laughs> yes. Pretty much everything you've ever seen, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would 
set forth a case here to name Jerry Bruckheimer the dad movie producer. Yeah. I think he he has most to his credits. Did he do Transformers too? No. I feel like he might have. But he probably did. I feel like he might have. Yeah. I think, I, I don't know. We could look up... We can look up the the MDIB for it. That's but, true. Uh, Let's have our I secretaries think... do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, secretaries could do that. Let's just wildly speculate here. I think yeah, that's I know for sure do. he also did the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yes, which with Nicholas Cage <laughs> and amazing and National dude. Treasure and National oh, Treasure. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and Con Air. also with Nicholas Cage and Con Air with Nicholas Cage. <laughs> there we go. And The Rock with Nicholas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do Jerry Bruckheimer and Nick Cage have a thing just like Johnny Depp and Tim Burton have a thing? Is this, is this a thing? I think they must have a thing. I, I they, they really work well with each other because Jerry Bruckheimer is like, make it big. And Cage is like, I can't go any bigger than that. And Jerry Bruckheimer is like, no, the action. Cage is like, I only, only heard you want me to go bigger. And Bruckheimer is like, no, no, just the action. <laughs> and that's why Nick Cage shouts all the time. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jerry. <laughs> A theory that I've been concocting is that if you make an action film that has the potential for a franchise, you need to go make like a blood sacrifice to Jerry Bruckheimer and <laughs> be like, I t- just so that you don't interfere with the production of my movie, here is my firstborn. <laughs> That's why he moved to Ojai. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, to get away from Nicolas Cage's voice, it's quieter in Ojai. <laughs> Do you think he calls him late at night? I hope not. And it's like, it would wake up the whole valley. <laughs> Jerry! <laughs> Anyway, moving away from Jerry Bruckheimer, we'll return to him later. We'll be doing many of his movies. Uh, we got starring Johnny Depp, Jeffrey Rush, Orlando Bloom, Kira Knightley, Jack Davenport, Jonathan Price, and Zoe Saldana. Yeah, in a very Zoe very Saldana. tiny role. Yeah, which makes yeah. this the, the third franchise that she's in that's made over a billion dollars. That's wild. Yeah, considering the Marvel and the Avatar. Avatar. Oh, that's, yeah. that's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's spectacular. She's like she's like the the lucky charm. She's the secret to making a billion dollars. I heard she hated being in this movie too. I bet she like, did. That they just she did not like. She, I don't think it was the actors, but that she just did not like the politics of whatever was going on behind the scenes. Oh, really? I wish she would have gotten more specific. That sounds like some fun stories, actually. Yeah, but, I, w- um, I want to hear all about because I mean I can imagine why it would suck because you're shooting on a boat yeah. in water. Yeah, like that sucks already. Yeah, yeah. Boat movies like notoriously run over budget and behind schedule and yeah. everything. I heard, didn't didn't Kira Knightley's like she was going back from shooting a scene one time late at night and her boat just like wrecked. Yeah, and they all like on a reef late at oh night. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no like you almost lost like your seventeen year old star actor. Exactly. Like, the wow. Rest of her life. wow. Yeah, it's terrifying. It is. Yeah. I I, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't shoot on a boat. No. CGI that. Yeah. yeah. Animate that. Yeah. It's fine. We don't need the realism. <laughs> I appreciate um, the realism in this. I, I appreciate it. I'm glad. That, you know what? Kudos to Kira Knightley for sacrificing her life for all of us. <laughs> Thank you, Kira. <laughs> <laughs> On the blood altar of Jerry Bruckheimer. <laughs> it's getting weird. Uh, the music is done by Klaus Badelt, who hasn't worked as much recently, but was a pretty big guy in the early 2000s. The big ones I picked out were Equilibrium, yeah! Constantine. That's an I'm just going to run thing. right over you. That's, that's an only me thing. <laughs> Rescue Dawn, Poseidon, and Miami Vice. He worked with Hans. He works with other composers a lot. Um, and on this one, he was supervised. The music was produced by Hans Zimmer, as well as additional music done by like Raymond Jowdy. I think I'm saying that name wrong, but he's the composer for Game of Thrones. Oh, cool. uh, yeah. Apparently, I was just Makes reading sense. in the whatever the Wikipedia tells you that 
this movie required 15 composers to get done on time. That's wild. Wow. Yeah, which is why, like, as you were saying, Mike, when you came over, like, every track is a banger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's also all kind of the same song. Yeah. Ba-da-dum-bum-bum. Yeah. Ba-da-dum-bum-bum. <laughs> yep. That is great. Yeah. Now do it with piano, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or, like, yeah. Change the time signature a little bit. Yeah. 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 How about a key change? Uh, and the last guy I want to mention is the cinematography by Darius Wolski who started out with The Crow and Crimson Tide, Dark City, and then moved on to doing stuff like Sweeney Todd, The mm -hmm. Demon Barber of Fleet Street, has worked extensively with Ridley Scott for stuff like Prometheus and Alien Covenant and The Martian, mm -hmm. and this year is uh, nominated at the Academy Awards for News of the World. That's mm -hmm. right. So, I would do a little shout-out to the actor Mackenzie Crook. He plays ah, the yes. guy, the guy with the, the pirate with the eye. Yeah. Yeah. I, he keeps losing it. He it not only also stars as uh, the British Dwight, which is the original Dwight. Oh, um, that's yeah. why I recognized him. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but he stuff. also writes, directs, and stars in a show called The Detectorist, which is it's one of my yes. favorite shows. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's that, amazing. That's all him. He does everything for that show. I didn't um, know he wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. And he directs it. It's and it's all his it. baby. Yeah, he just he just came up with that because he loves nature and he seems like the geekiest guy imaginable. And he just he seems very calm and he just wanted to exude his personality onto a show with everything that he loves. And that's the Detectorist. Could you it's tell amazing. us, could you just wrap up very quickly what that show is about? Because you're just talking it's, about nature and everything. I, I am. It's it's about people who go metal detecting. They call themselves detectorists and they get very mad when people call them metal detectors because that's what they use. <laughs> Important so, distinction. It's a, yeah, it's like a British dry comedy. It's a mini series. They just go around metal detecting and that's just about it. It's really calm. It's like has nice shots and it's really funny. It vaguely has a story that you get kind of involved in. I did anyway, but it's like, it's just a really happy show. If you want a really calm, happy show, go watch The Detectorist. Yeah, and that that theme song by Johnny Flynn is so gorgeous. Oh, so great. Yeah. I, love I, it. I just listen to that. Just My wife listens to it all the time. <laughs> I hear about the thorns and the brambles, and I'm yeah. like, oh, that's, that's awesome. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never miss a single intro to that show because that theme song is so great, and then they always have like different shots of like ladybugs and like leaves and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is so nice. I'm going to go find some, some some stuff in the dirt. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I want that hobby. I want a hobby like that. I know. Instead I of talking too. with you sweaty guys. <laughs> what? Phone. Only a little. <laughs> I have a prescription for it. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> Poor Mike. We're, We're here for you, buddy. That sort of wraps up everyone that's in this that we like. And I think they're going to be people that we're all going to talk about later. I didn't run down anyone's CV for our cast. Uh, we'll talk about that as we go along. But I think maybe I'll start off with just some quick nostalgia. I have a very intense memory of seeing a trailer of this when I was a kid. I think it was 2002. And I the trailer scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I think I was nine yeah. sitting in a theater. Oh, man. And I'm watching this unfold and we have ghost pirates who are walking on the floor yeah. of the ocean and we have shooting and people like swinging back and forth between ships. Uh, it was so, it was so exciting and so scary that when uh, me and my friend uh, would talk about it all the time, just talk about the trailer for like six months 
being like, is that movie going to be good? I don't know anything about that movie. It looks awesome. It looks really good. And I finally got to see it and I, I owned it on um, VHS as well. And then DVD later. And I, I saw this movie probably, probably 20 times or so. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it was just so, it was so fundamental to me growing up this mm-hmm. series, especially. What, what do you guys think? Who wants to go? What about you, Chris? Yeah, I, I remember this was one of the first movies that I was told to watch by friends. So like I didn't watch it in theaters. We didn't really go to the theaters much growing up. I think my first memory is Phantom Menace in the theaters. Oh, I was like, oh, that's a problem. Oh, yeah. 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 That, uh, that, that's one of those requirements to be a yeah, millennial. Exactly. Like, exactly. You have to saw Phantom, Phantom Menace, Menace and liked it. Yeah, and liked it. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I had to say, this is a real defect in myself. I was disappointed when I first saw this movie. Is it that I don't know? I had I was I think I was thirteen or fourteen. Okay. And in thinking back on it, I had seen maybe like Transformers, and I really liked these big explosiony movies. And so my friends that were telling me to watch it, I thought it was going to be something like that. So much more nuanced than a movie like that, right? Like there's so much more depth, so much more like amazing writing so I, I watched it and i watched it with my dad we, we watched it in one of those um one of those all-in-one tvs oh that yeah had like a dvd oh yeah inserted in it. that was like the the D, the tv in my parents room how, so how like, big how big was it oh it was like two and a half feet by like <laughs> it's not much oh, yeah. it was like in like a cabinet that yeah. was where we watched the oh, movies yeah. that like we weren't sure that my younger siblings could watch oh, so smart. Like, went in yeah. the room there's like a feeling of exclusivity oh yeah, yeah. it's like it's so fun and despite all of that, I came over and I was like, oh, yeah, that, that was a movie. That was good. And it was only upon revisiting it that I really was like, oh, my gosh, there is so much depth here. <laughs> there is so much just like the cinematography is fantastic. It's really good. The characters are amazing. Yeah. It like there's so much going on. Um, and I, I really think I was I'm looking back. I'm like, how did I think that? But it was really that first initial instinct that I had. So I'm like kind of disappointed in 13 year old, 13 year old. No taste. Uh, no but taste at all. It's, it's like that first good movie. They're like, oh, like this is, this is fun. Like there wasn't as many explosions as I thought. Yeah. They'll come later in the series. Yeah, they, do. <laughs> they do. They come later and they're all like stuffed in the last like 40 minutes of this two and a half hour movie. Yeah. By the way. Wild. Yeah. Wildly long. Yeah. Yeah. And at the same time, there's no like slack in it. No. They like. There's not a whole lot of long scenes of sailing where you're just like, are we going to get there? It's like, oh, they're at the island again. Yeah, it's, great. It's one <laughs> of the here. most confusing movie that's aimed at children that I've ever seen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where are we? Yeah. <laughs> Who's lying to who? Yeah. <laughs> Whose side is Jack on right now? <laughs> yeah. So that was. Is there truth? Curves. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who are the good guys? That's all I ever wanted to know. Who are they? Are do they exist? Is everybody a bad guy? Yeah, yeah. It did was you, so confusing as a child. Did you figure that out as a child? I think it did eventually. No, actually, no. I still don't know. I still don't know. <laughs> Who, is Will really the good guy? I don't really want to say he's a good guy because I don't like Will. I don't like but, Will very much. <laughs> <laughs> Will kind of sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think maybe we can get into Will later. Uh, but maybe I'll just say, like, I, I first came across this movie, like, I had seen, like, no trailers for it. Like, I think the only, like, real trailers they had were in theaters because, like, I remember, I think my little brother still watched Disney Channel or whatever. Yeah. And that's 
and they constantly played, you know, whatever Disney movie was coming up on there, but they never really had a good trailer for for Pirates of the Caribbean. Maybe it's because it's rated PG-13. Yeah, wasn't it it the first PG-13 movie that that came out under the Disney umbrella? Really? And I know that because the first time I heard of this movie, I was at Disneyland, and as we're walking out, like, the Disneyland workers were giving us all these pins that we could, like, pin on to our shirts, you know, and they were like, oh, it's Pirates of the Caribbean. This is going to be a big deal because this is our first PG-13 movie. And like 10 year old me was just like, that's a really sucky pitch. Like that doesn't make (laughs) me want to see it. That just means it's PG 13. Like, I don't care. (laughs) I don't care that you based a movie off of a ride. I I had like no desire to see the movie, like none. And then my friend saw it and they said it was good. And all I knew was this movie was going to be based on the ride. That's all I knew. So I go there. And by the way, guys, the ride has no skeletons in it. No living skeletons are walking at you. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So oh, is it, when, there's like the one guy who's like chained up. Is that it? But I don't even remember. No, there's the, the one guy, but it's like, all pirates. They're all, they're yeah. all yeah. flesh and blood. Yeah. It's like yeah. Tortuga, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, like yeah. Tortuga. it's like Tortuga and they fire at a fortress and stuff. Yeah. Like, and they whistle at the dog to get them out of jail. That's yeah. all straight yes. from the ride. Yes. Oh, okay. uh, I remember but that. There are, yeah, there are no <laughs> skeleton ghosts. And so I went to the theater, watched this movie, and suddenly in the middle of the movie, there are skeleton ghosts that come out of nowhere. (laughs) It was so great. I was like, this is not only a really awesome pirate movie, because I was immediately drawn to Jack Sparrow, just the adventure of the high seas and all that. But now there's like a mythological element to it, too. And my 10-year-old mind was blown. Mm. absolutely like shattered into a million pieces i couldn't believe this thing existed and immediately fell in love with it and watched it 50 times after that (laughs) nice yeah Yeah. do you have a similar kind of yeah pretty much i i don't remember how i found out about this because this isn't like i was probably 13 14 when it came out i don't think i saw it in theaters but um and it's not like the sort of thing that uh that like my mom would have been like, oh, we should watch this. Yeah. So I, it must have been a friend or something like that who mm-hmm. who introduced us to it. And um, we were very much, we had seen Master and Commander, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was, so it might have been through that, like Master and Commander, which is, we'll talk about someday. Oh, for sure. Um, oh, yeah. You know, like High Seas, super into all that yeah. sort of stuff. Ma- Master time. and Commander has a scene, it, top five scenes that have haunted me. Yeah. It's, yeah. Wait. It's 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 the when the when the boy grabs the the cannonball voluntarily oh, yeah. and sinks down. I can't Ooh, get that image so out of my amazing. head. It's been in there for yeah. something like twenty years. Yeah, now. it's <laughs> amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, that's such a great movie. But so like high seas and stuff, and someone's like, yeah, this is about like this high seas adventure, kind of like Master and Commander, except it's kind of based on the ride in Disneyland, and also <laughs> like it's kind of a ghost story. Yeah. Um, so we watched it and we didn't stop watching it for 20 years, basically. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like if we were just like, Hey, what are we going to do tonight? We have two and a half hours to do nothing. Let's watch Pirates of the Caribbean. Here we go. And I, I must've seen this movie 50 times. Yeah. It's amazing. And what's amazing too, is like watching, I haven't, it hasn't been a long time since I last watched it. Yeah. Maybe three or four years, but, Same, yeah. but watching it again, it's just like, I, I love it every single time. Nice. It's always good. Yeah. It's I don't know why. I got so excited to watch it again for this. I was like, <laughs> sometimes yeah. you're like, oh, I gotta do this because you know I gotta be able to do it. I'm like, no, this is just gonna be rip roaring fun. <laughs> yeah. It, it is, but it is like it's how great. how like this is maybe like one of, of five movies that every time you see it, it's fun. It yeah. is fun. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. 
I was not expecting it to be fun watching it again. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't, I just, I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I had seen it so many times. Because like, there's no way cynic. this is going to be fun. But I watched it with cynic. my wife and she was excited to watch yeah. it. And we had a really good time watching it and watching. Now that you know who all these actors are, you're like, this is a really weird movie for everyone to be in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I, I should say, though, I when I watched it more recently, like for the first time, like 10 years, I think it was last year. I hadn't seen it in 10 years. Right. And then I we watched it again and I still really like it. Still really love it. Especially since nostalgia is tied with it. But it's so long. It's so it long. Really long. Especially it's when really it's just long. fighting. You're like, okay. All right, we're still fighting. It's like, it's like, yeah, I okay. You're out of ammunition for the cannons. All right, all right. It's cool that you're firing forks. Why is this still happening? Yeah, yeah. dude, I love the forks. I love the fork. I love the fork the first time, and then they just keep on happening, and then it advances to swinging on the ships, and finally, it just all stops. It's I, I still really like the movie, but yeah. like, yeah. adult me is just like. This is not quite the legendary epicness that I remember, but it's still very, very good. Yeah. That might be I think fair. I, agree with you. I, I think, might have pulled yeah. out my phone a couple times. I definitely did, <laughs> especially yeah. especially when we're watching early two thousands CGI skeletons, which look really good. But they when do. they're when they're fighting and stabbing and shooting, yeah. I was like, all right, well, you know, I know how this is going to go. We got to yeah. wait. We got to wait until we get to the other part. There's some, there's some waiting around. It's a little bit. Yeah. But I had a great, Very little the bit. first half I think is, is unassailably good. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. That's fair. I yeah. definitely agree. Oh, that's yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Like the first half, even before the, the, the skeletons show up that even actually, before that. that, that's, that's a censure, right? It's just the fact that it's pirates. How, all right. Why is it that there's only like Muppet treasure Island and pirates of the Caribbean that rely on like kids high seas adventure? Like, why is this not a genre that's like, more more prevalent in our society i think it's because treasure planet killed it mm-hmm. i think it's treasure why. planet yeah treasure which i love i love treasure, I planet, love to treasure death. planet i know but it didn't make any money ah uh, yeah and it was really expensive but also I, that was space pirates that's a different so genre totally different it was so good <laughs> man we gotta do we gotta do treasure planet sometime i really like oh we planet. will yeah <laughs> Boy, okay. yeah well there there was a thing for a while wasn't it like back in the day I, they, they did some pirate movies. Sometimes. They did, they did like, like a Hook, couple of Treasure Hook. Islands. Captain's Hook. Courageous. Remember Captain's, Captain's Courageous? Courageous? Hook, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, Hook. That was 90s, though. Yeah. It was. Late yeah. 90s. Yeah, why are we, we, why we Maybe there's something dubious about a like, pirate movie. I think, I think they're just really expensive and they suck. Yeah. Like they suck to make. You're, yeah. on a, you're on a boat for hours and days and months, like trying to get action scenes <sighs> on a boat. But why hasn't anyone made like the realistic pirate movie, like the re- like Logan, the realistic? I think it's because uh, James. I think it's because there was that that show on Stars, Black Sails, that did that. Oh yeah. And because James Cameron has been busy making Avatar and couldn't make a pirate movie. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. Wait a second. Is that show good, Black Sails? It's. I think it's produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. I think some people like it. Yeah. I, well, Jerry now I want to go it. watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like four seasons. It's like remember when they were doing that thing? We're like, okay, this is the show yeah. about the motorcycle gang. Like, let's let's make this show about the, 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 the fucking pirate gang. All right, pirates. <laughs> yeah, easy. Yeah, there's Vikings that kind of Vikings have some, like crossover. Yeah. Yep. Game yeah. of Thrones does like the medieval stuff. Oh, and they have yeah. some sort of piratey people in it. Oh, they do. That's yeah. right. But it's not it's, as fun. No. No, I think the thing is like when pirates get realistic, it's just really not that fun because they're, they're 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 horrible. Yeah, they're awful. Yeah, you don't you don't like those pirates. You like it. You like it when they're lying and cheating at, at dice. Yeah. yeah, that's when it's fun. When they're scallywags, when they're pillaging and raping. Yeah, I no. want to see the scallywag. <laughs> scallywagging. Yeah, scally, yeah. 
yeah. yeah, this is this movie kind of like progressed pirates. Like we had the Somalis <laughs> after this when they became culturally accepted. I'm just kidding. But Captain Phillips, that's another pirate movie. movie. Oh, it's yeah. part of the deep, the deep yeah. state. <laughs> <laughs> but like, isn't it interesting that at the end, isn't oh, isn't the quote at the end where she's like? Uh, Kira Knightley's dad, Elizabeth Swan's dad, is like, this who you've chosen when she says no to Commander Norton, the military man, mm-hmm. Commodore yeah. Norrington, mm-hmm. and and um, says okay to, to Will. And he's like, this is what you've chosen? Like a, a blacksmith? And she's like, no, a pirate. And I'm like, <laughs> I know, so like pirates are just cool? Like, I thought we loved Jack in spite of that. Are we going to brand him here and now? <laughs> no. He's a pirate. <laughs> I, went, yeah. I just started laughing. So <laughs> yeah, as an adult. This is the, this is the worst possible adult, thing that, that she could say. Yeah, Sorry. it doesn't make any sense all of a sudden. <laughs> it's just like, I, I'm I not just, sure. What are pirates? I still don't know what that is. I know that like Jack Sparrow is one. And I know there are good and bad ones. But like, what what did he sign a paper that said I'm a pirate now and he's well, going to go rob things? Guys, guys, follow come on. the code. Guys, no, no, come on, come oh. on. He, he's a pirate. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's a pirate. He's a pirate. He's a pirate. He's yeah. A pirate. Don't forget yeah. that. Yeah. I think you were That's, forgetting that for a moment yeah. that Will's a pirate. He, he's he a pirate. is. <laughs> I think you have to steal a boat. That's what you yeah. need to do. Oh. Commandeer. Com- Commandeer. Commandeer. Commandeer a boat. Yeah. Wait. Okay. So we're starting to go into this movie a bit, but before mm-hmm. we we really go in, okay, I want to ask. Hoist the Chris. mainsail. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what is a jib? Um, <laughs> Not, no, please don't. That is this? Drop the boob down. <laughs> Will you show this movie to your kids? <laughs> yeah, at at a at a certain stage in life, definitely. Like this, I think it is like Vito saying this is scary. Like yeah. we, you, you have skeletons, and that's that's so cool. Um, What's even more terrifying are probably the the scenes of the beginning where there's this pirates running to try to kidnap Elizabeth Swan, and you're like, I oh, hated yeah. that stuff growing up. Like when you're running through a house and it's chasing after you, and the doors can't hold anything, and there's a like quiet in the room. Like it's it's terrifying to me. It's like when Dad decides he's going to scare you, and you're like, Dad, I don't want to be scared. No. He's <laughs> like, Well, I'm going to scare you. I'm just going <laughs> to run through the house after you, and you're going to like think about this and stress dreams. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you scream and make noises that you never knew you were going to make. Yeah. Um, but like, so like, this is definitely the sort of movie that I, I think you have to be, I think PG 13 is accurate. Like maybe at 10, depending on the kid, Yeah. but I don't really want to have the nightmares popping up, but still like it shows complex characters. Um, there's a lot of fun things going on. Like a kid will definitely appreciate this. It's a great movie for that reason. That's why we're all talking about it. But I, I would be pretty cautious just for skeletons, scariness. And the murder, the rampant murder. Yeah, that's less of a problem for me. <laughs> but it's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you the, guys think? There, there's many, many British loyal soldiers minding their own business or skewered. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, almost beheaded. Um, yeah. yeah. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree, but I am going to say like probably 10, I think, because I do, I do want to scare my kids with scary things a little bit. That is really fun for me. <laughs> I, I don't want to traumatize them, but I want them to be—I want them to be pretty frightened. I'm just gonna say it. Really scared is fine with me. Just don't go outside at night. Exactly. Yeah. Never go in a boat. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, this is a great movie to treat stranger danger. 
You know, yeah. these guys, these guys are, you don't know them. They're bad. They kidnapped her. Yeah. Actually, that would be a lot earlier. So that's a terrible metaphor. But it's like if Jack, if, <laughs> if Jack Sparrow saves you, he still might use your life as a bargaining chip. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, don't trust a guy who saves you from the water. Yeah. Especially with greasy hair that has like beads and coins. Who walks in it. In a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And has all his teeth are gold and he smells bad. Just a pirate. Yeah. Don't he's trust a, pirates. He's yeah. a pirate. Yeah. Don't trust him. There's people out there who who are pirates. They are Don't pirates. Yeah, they they take they take Captain Phillips hostage. They do. <laughs> they take movies off the internet. They do. They do. You wouldn't download a buffet. You wouldn't <laughs> download a boat. I would download a boat. Also a buffet. No other way to get a boat. You wouldn't download an English colonial town. <laughs> Absolutely, I would download an English colonial town. You wouldn't download horse poop. There, I found well, it. <laughs> cards against I mean, humanity kind of I have, download horse I have been <laughs> so tempted. I've been so tempted to buy poop off the internet because you can do that and you can just <laughs> ship it to somebody. I really I've I've stopped myself at least twice from sending you poop, Jesse. I, I've done the same to you. <laughs> I did that ship your enemies glitter thing like back in the day. Oh, yeah. That was, I did that to someone and they, they got it and like opened it or whatever. And it was just like glitter outside. And they're just like, this is weird. It was a box of glitter. It didn't even like blow up. <laughs> it didn't it, blow up. Is no, it's just kind of like something. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't have my name. And so like yeah. I asked him like a year later if he, he was like, oh, yeah, that was really weird. <laughs> I thought it might have SARS. I don't know. <laughs> Anthrax, but yeah. fun. <laughs> A little oh, sign. Speaking, speaking of the poop thing, like it, it doesn't just spray everywhere. It comes into in like a little container with like with like caution signs all around it, telling you do not open this up. So it actually looks very threatening. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just it, yeah, but it's poop inside, and you, you get like different kinds of poop, like from different kinds of animals. I, I almost sent you gorilla and donkey poop were the wow. two that I was wow. going to send you. Oh, gorilla! That'd be that'd be oh, that'd be very nice. Very just because that on just because the X factor. Like I just didn't know what it looked like. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, what would Jesse do if he opened it? Would he even know it was poop? Can you get bear poop? I think you can get bear poop. Don't file that away. <laughs> um, uh, Mike, <laughs> when would you show this movie to your kids? <laughs> <laughs> This is what happens we don't have a structure. Poop.com does not sponsor this podcast. That was not an ad, so y'all know. Um, when would I show this movie to my kids? Yeah, I, I, I'd say um, somewhere. I, I, I resonate with what you guys said. I think somewhere between 10 and 13, 14. Definitely kind of depends on the kid. As soon as they can handle zombies and kidnapping and you know rampant murder, I'm, I'm down with that. No, but but seriously though, like it's weird to me because I did see this pretty young, and so did my sister. And neither of us were like freaked out at all hmm. by it. Did you see it? Yeah. Did you see it like with friends? No, it was just with us. It was with our family. I, well, I that think. that that sounds like a really comfort comforting yeah. way to see it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that was it. Like we all saw it. We were together when we saw it, and we were just like, "This is cool. Mm-hmm. This is really cool. Oh wow, this is freaky." Maybe we're a little bit older. I always I I watched it for the first like time 16. with my father. And then every time after that, until I don't know, I was a mid teenager. I watched it by myself, usually alone mm. in a dark room. Yeah. So most of my memories are me just being like freaked out, creating yeah, the that terror. would be pretty. <laughs> wow. That'd be pretty. Yeah. I don't. I don't have that experience at all. Like I. I don't really remember being freaked out by this movie. I remember feeling sad that people were dying, mm. and that was it. I remember that 
the dying like solidified who was good and who was bad and it made it made those lines extra clear for me as a kid but like i wasn't traumatized by it at all so i and also like seeing my own kids seeing how they've reacted to muppet treasure island yeah uh, like that's one of their favorite movies right now and it opens up with somebody like shooting somebody else you can't really yeah many people it like goes down the line, right? <laughs> don't like three, four people die in the beginning? No, you don't actually see them die. You just see him aim a gun at yeah. where they are, but the but the camera's facing him and just blasts one time. Oh, okay. And then oh. and then there's this really scary sequence where the whole like inn gets burned down and they all have yeah. to escape. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of a frightening movie. Even the Muppets are like some of there's, you know, dead Tom. And then yep. really dead Tom. <laughs> old Tom, old Tom, really old Tom, and then dead Tom. <laughs> Who talks? Yeah, I, my, my my daughter loved the the blind. What's his name? The the blind guy oh, in the beginning, I who's like really I can't scary, remember. But it, like oh, blind yeah. the few. Yeah. Oh yeah, they think they think he's really funny. Yeah. So based based off based off of like their reaction to that, I would say like eight, and then maybe maybe ten, uh, depending on depending on where they're at. But I, I want to introduce more movies like uh, like Muppet Treasure Island. It's just they're, they're so few. Yeah. yeah. So I'm yeah. really looking forward to years down the line when I can show this to them. Well, and that's a good point, too, because like I what I'm thinking about when I'm thinking about like what age will I show it to my kids? I'm really thinking of my oldest daughter mm. because like in a certain way, she's I, I think it seems like this is true with both. Of, well, with with you, at least, Jesse, like uh, and maybe I, I know, Chris, you've got more than more than yeah. one kid. But it seems like the older one is a little bit more sensitive. Mm. Um, and yeah. Yeah. like it makes sense with the younger one. They're kind of looking to their older sibling yeah. for like a clue on how to react to yeah. things. Yeah. Um, so yeah. like if if my older daughter is 13, when she sees it, my younger one's going to be 10 or 11. Yeah. And it's sort of kind of like the the younger sibling will kind of take cues on how to react to it from the older. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, yeah kind yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. And like maybe wait a little bit, but then they can all watch it together or like, cause yeah, two years of an age gap is not, not much. Yeah. yeah. It's not um, huge, no. I, yeah, I just seeing how they've reacted to, uh, to treasure Island where my two year old really likes it. He's really into it. And then, and then my four year old, she, she was far more scared of it. Like it's almost like the opposite in those situations. She relies on him as the emotional comfort. Oh, interesting. <laughs> you know, that's a good point too. And, it's like, and, it could, it could yeah. be a boy girl thing too, because like my second is my second son. Like, I remember watching another slightly pirate movie. So it's family Robinson. When oh, they yeah. Were like, oh yeah. Yeah. Dude. So family much fun. Robinson. Oh, yeah. Classic. And like Classic. tricking all the pirates to run into the tiger pit and whatever. Yeah. And I, he was mesmerized by all of that. And, yeah, that that's interesting because pirates making landfall and very clearly bad guys, very clearly like racially stereotyped bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's like the guy, the my son seems to really like that sort of action. <laughs> my guy, yeah. the my guy, guy. My guy over here, <laughs> that guy, yeah. my guy. <laughs> I do say that a lot. <laughs> I look forward. I look forward to to, uh, to having a son one day and be at a certain age where I can just call him my guy. Yeah, You're like this is my guy, my dude, He's right here. <laughs> I'll be like 55. Yeah, like, yeah. Dad, shut up. <laughs> yeah, me and my this guy. This does not here. make you cool, Dad. Yeah. yeah. We're just going to watch some uh, some classics from ages past. You like that Pirates of the Caribbean, don't you, guy? Like, Dad, shut up. Just, just shut up. 35. <laughs> yes, I like the movie. <laughs> We've watched it a million times. Okay, so we run on the horn. We we all agree, though. Uh, we all agree basically on the same 
kind of age and so. then we're definitely yeah. going to show our yeah. kids it's this is going to be like a family movie night oh yeah yeah oh yeah. oh absolutely yeah. i cannot dude we're gonna get the pizza the yeah. soda yeah the whole if soda oh that would be so much then, fun you know who knows it might just be seltzer yeah but you could you could add more corn syrup to it to like kind of oh, oh, there'll be like a black market for corn syrup yeah <laughs> <laughs> are this we gonna run out of corn <laughs> is this is a no, thing that i don't syrup. know about We'll no, grow no. it on the moon. We're going to grow it. Yeah. Also, there's going to be a lot of corn. You guys saw Interstellar, right? Yeah. It's going to be mostly corn. corn. Everything yeah. already is mostly corn. That's right. Yeah. You know, remember how things were cake? Now it's corn. Yeah. Mike, I'm, I'm confirming Mike is 90% corn. Yes, absolutely. Um, oh. The transmogrification is almost complete. Beep, beep, almost complete. Beep, <laughs> All right. So going into favorite scenes, I think. <laughs> yeah. 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 Why not? Why not? Favorite scenes? Okay. Anyone, anyone got one right out the gate? I Okay. So I've got an iconic image. I'm going to go two for one. Oh, good. yes. All right. Do it. Um, do it. Yeah. So give I, nothing back. When I first think <laughs> of this movie, I think we've all kind of mentioned it a lot. So there's no need to go real deep into it, but it's just take a walk, boys. Oh, and just, yeah. yeah that's good. And it's, it's like, not, not to the not boats. To the boats. <laughs> and then like every time I think of this movie initially, that just instantly pops into mind. Yeah. Just that haunting image of the skeletons on the bottom of the ocean, the moonlight hitting them. Mm-hmm. Even just the funniness of like the cross-dressing pirates in mm-hmm. the um, in the boat with their parasols. It's just they're really getting into it too. It's so much yeah, fun. Yeah. They're really getting into it. And, and, yeah. <laughs> hey boys. <laughs> uh, and then my, I think one of my most enjoyed scenes is the sword fight between Jack and Will at the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah. Just so much unnecessary stuff like balancing on the the cart and then yeah. getting catapulted up into the oh, rafters yeah. and actually provide some exposition as to the characters, which I think is one of the genius parts of this movie. Oh yeah. Um, you you find out like something about Jack that he has the pistol that he will he has one shot and it's not meant for him. You don't know who it's meant for, he's but he's got a code, you. right? Yeah. It's not meant for you. Um, also, you find out that he really hates animals. He's very mean to that donkey. <laughs> He's very mean to that donkey. Yeah. <laughs> and likes an, implying that people are eunuchs, which apparently like Johnny Depp like just ad-libbed all those eunuch lines. Well, like, you're there's not a, a lot eunuch, of them. are you? <laughs> there's a lot. Like, like he, Lance Man. Yeah. He goes on like all the rest of the movies. Huh. That is like the running joke. And you know, this is this wasn't that funny to start with. You're yeah. really doubling down yeah. on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Johnny Depp thing to do. Yeah. 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 yeah he must have sure. really just hated Orlando Bloom, I think. Will Will is such a confusing character to me at first because that scene and the stuff at the beginning where like he's making the swords and delivering it, you think he's going to be this like badass baller sort hero who like wins the girl by his bravado, his dashing good looks so and what like, like he should be cool. Yeah. And he's not cool. And then he just doesn't end up being cool and <laughs> oh, is just yeah. strange. Cause I like, I, I have to say, I, I loved Legolas, even though like for <laughs> yeah. in Lord of the Rings, that's what oh, I was yeah. all play. Yeah. Like, do you, have you guys heard, seen, heard Lord of the Rings? What, what is Lord of the Rings? Yeah, L-O-T-R. Um, Surprise, it's a Lord of the Rings. This is the second pod in a row. But it's so like, I, I was very confused because I thought he was going to be this like superhero man, yeah. like kind of like Legolas who's like shooting arrows and getting into like just, you know. He gets to say like the cool quippy line yeah. and is invincible. Oh, I hit yeah. 25 kills and whatever. Exactly. Yeah, but, 26, um, 27. 
42. Yeah. How many did you kill with yeah. that one arrow, dude? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. <laughs> so, like, I that was kind of confusing to me. It's a great scene. And then, like, it's it maybe sets the table, the expectations for him being a little bit different as it goes on. Yeah. But it's still a super fun scene and fun, fun cinematography. I love this. I'm always here for a good sword fight. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It's a great, it's a great sword yeah. fight. Like, up there with the Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a good, it's a good comparison. Yeah. And also, also pirates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but also just like the way the swords are going with the music too. Oh, so one good. of those things yeah. that that's always yeah. amazing. That choreography is amazing. And the fighting in the rafters, dude, that, that is like my, I think that's my third favorite scene. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy you picked those two because those are like my second and third favorite scenes. Respectfully, respectively, respectively, respectfully, respectively, respectfully. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. I respect indeed. Uh, perspective. I, it's an interesting thing you're talking about with Orlando Bloom too, because the the year after this, so this comes out in the early spring, early summer, and then he closes out his year with L- Return, yeah, of King, Return of the King, which of course yeah. you know sweeps the Oscars as yeah. like the most nominations of any other movie, yeah. uh, and is like a huge cultural touchstone. And both these yeah. movies come out, and the next movie the next year is Troy, where mm. he does not play the good guy. He plays Paris, right? Yes, he yeah. does. The guy whose fault all of this is. <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting. Like how cuz he's coming off his the peak of his career. Yes. Two no franchises. one no one aspires to play Paris, no. you would think. No, like, he's, and he's also like a serious actor though cuz he's been in like Black Hawk Down. Yeah. Know, Ridley Scott. Oh, gosh, so yeah. it's almost like right. he gets he gets in Lord of the Rings and he's like this is Is he really the one that gets stuff. shot in Black Hawk Down too? He that falls out. He falls yeah, he out falls everything's out his airplane. Yeah, and the... he breaks his back or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. But it's just, it's funny that the moment that he really starts getting set up to have almost like a Harrison Ford kind of run of being the next action star, he zags instantly. And it's like, no, I'm going to be the most unlikable person in this movie. And it's like, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I I bet he was trying to be like, I can be the bad guy. Mm -hmm. See, look, but then range. Yeah. yeah. But then apart from the other two Pirates movies, he he can't ever really seem to get it back. Yeah. And then he's in like weird movies. Like uh, what's that one? Like Wimbledon. Or uh, Elizabeth Town, that's that one. Yeah, the oh, romantic yeah. comedy, yeah. and like yeah. he just kind of loses huh. it and kind of peters out. So I wonder if you like. Oh, he was in so, Kingdom of Heaven. Do you guys remember? Huh, Kingdom that's of right. Heaven? That's oh right. yeah, that's right. yeah. I remember that. Really good one. I almost wonder if he was like just desperate to be a part of that project for Troy. So like who? So Brad Pitt. He's yeah. obviously on a tier below Brad Pitt. Yeah, especially at that stage and probably even now. Oh, for sure, uh, for oh, sure. Now, absolutely. yeah, he's he's not gotten any more popular. But then who was Hector? Eric Bana, oh, who is also from Black Hawk Down, yeah, right, and he just come <sighs> off of being Hulk in yeah. the very disliked Hulk movie. So you have like all this huge confluence of all these different egos, and yeah. Brad Pitt uses everyone as a trampoline, yeah, and goes yeah. up, and everyone else goes down, yeah. Down goes your career, yeah. down goes your role as a leading man. Leading man. <laughs> <laughs> there's no that's... way that there's no way that Orlando Bloom could have played Hector. So like maybe that's like a, a smart move from the casting director, and they were like, well, how about you be Paris? That's such a strange decision. Kind of, kind of like a, a whiny, like yeah, well, he yeah. fits. Like he, yeah, it really he does fits. a really good job. Yeah, he does a really good. Job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's just a really interesting thing, and yeah. I kind of wanted to talk about it because Orlando is, Bloom yeah. has not. I I think that if you if you had put money on him, which you probably would have been smart to in two thousand two, I think you would have really regret that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very much. What was the last thing that he was in? Oh, now, now I don't need to IMBD. Well, he he had his own Amazon show, I think, last year or two years ago called Carnival Row. That was supposed yeah. to be a really Her big was deal. Weird. Yeah. yeah. And that just didn't take off. Yeah. I hope to see him back though. I hope, I hope like, yeah, I, I want to yeah. see him funny. Yeah. Give me funny Orlando Bloom. I bet yeah. he could do it. Yeah. 
even like the, to, to go back to the, the favorite scene, like I, I do like how that scene ends up being funny. Like it's, it's kind of serious. They're yeah. quipping back and forth and you kind of get that. He's not the superhero human, super human kind of, kind of action star because how does it end? His drunk boss hits him over the head. Yeah. Uh, hits Depp over the head. Hits uh, Jack Sparrow over the head. And it takes just all, gets the all the credit. And you're like, okay. So it kind of sets the scene that it's going to be like a comedic movie that you, you're you not really like hugely getting invested in the characters like living and dying. Yeah. So it's kind of that that fun, lighthearted moment. It, it, like it sets yeah. up it sets up the fact that Will Turner will forever be cuckolded yeah. by everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it never much. stops. Is this the most unfortunate nice guy that there was out there yeah 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 all right nice what, guy finishing last yeah yeah as the he doesn't. Say. <laughs> but he doesn't though i mean he gets the girl he ends up being a pirate he yeah. ends up being a pirate <laughs> guys remember he's a pirate he's a pirate he's a pirate he's a pirate, he's a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> jesse bootstrap. do you have a favorite scene <laughs> <laughs> i yeah my favorite scene is the the jack sparrow intro I don't think I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So good. He's, like, he's riding in. He's trying to he's trying to bail the boat out and he sees the dead pirates, stops bailing his boat out, and then like takes his hat off to them. And then you and then the scene cuts, right? And it's just everybody like waiting at the dock, and they're all looking over because they're seeing something weird. And then you see Jack Sparrow riding proudly at on the at the mast. And <laughs> his boat's underwater <laughs> and he just keeps going until it stops and it stops right where he wants it to. And he just gets off onto the duck. Um, and then he has that bantering scene where, where they're trying to take down his name and stuff. And he just gives a bride some more with a lot more money and just says, welcome to Port Royal, Mr. Smith. And that's it. <laughs> that sets the stage for who this guy is. Somehow he makes his way through life through luck and cunning. And maybe he's got a little bit of a heart to him. It's all introduced right there in one scene. It's it's pretty great. It's beautiful. Um, yeah. 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 It's, it's clear that in terms of superpowers, his superpower is just being incredibly lucky. Yeah. yeah. Constantly. Yeah. He's got the most amazing <laughs> luck of anybody in the world. Like, no matter yeah. where the rope he's on is swinging, yeah. it's going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> one of the other quotes like, do you think he plans it all or does he just get really lucky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That scene, I love it too, Jesse, because that's like, it's kind of, one of the most memeable scenes, like it's coming on to the scene in the time of the internet, just kicking off. Yeah. Like that's a gif. Yeah. Um, and yeah. that's like a moment that you remember from the movie that it has applies to so many different things, like in a cultural like manner, just echoes yeah. across things. Like you can all relate to, you think that you're how you look, how you think you look wearing your new shirt into class or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or us doing this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you're like just barely making it to die. <laughs> Absolutely. Jack Sparrow's kind of the perfect character for the like the memeable generation. He just, yeah. so many one-liners, so many just like quips. You never know what's going to come out of his mouth next, yeah. but it's, it's sure to be something smart-ass yeah. or a lie. Probably both. or the truth yeah. or the <laughs> truth does tell quite you least expect it. <laughs> Human hair. I do that from his from back. back. From my back. <laughs> I, I love how like how like the whole movie kind of rides on this idea. Like there's so many gags. Like there's so much hilarity in this movie. And there's like there's there's obvious like uh, you know like one liners and quips and, and that sort of thing. But like visual gags like this that 
like they could have a moment where everyone's like laughing at it or something like that. They could have the people be self-aware about mm-hmm. how silly this is um, in a lot of ways, but they, they'll have people be like, huh, that's weird. And now I accept it. Yeah. Hmm. Which is like gearing up for you to do the same thing. Yeah. Right. Like, because this movie, I, I mean, I, I kind of feel like the reason why it's so enjoyable because it's like, listen, we all know this is outside the realm of reality by a long shot. This is utter horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just believe it because yeah. it's fun. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's fun. They make it fun enough for you to be able to do that and, and feel really comfortable with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like buy into the ridiculous plot and all the double crossing and everything. And you, you just don't question it. Yeah. And it all makes sense in the end, too. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, that guy, that guy betrayed that guy, and that it's guy's like, lying to that guy. And I, yeah, I get it. It's like fine. everyone's where they are because they did these things. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. it follows a train of logic that the movie sets out on its own that makes complete yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and we enter Jack, Jack Sparrow's so, yeah. realm of logic, yeah. which is insanity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does but sort it of work. Like if you think, I love what he, if you think about the timing of them like arriving right as they're about to kill Elizabeth Swan or whatever yeah. in yeah. a little cave. Yeah. It's like, didn't they stop a few days at Tortuga, which wasn't that out of the way in the first place? And also they were like manning a ship with two people. There's no way, but you just brush and the Black Pearl the is the fastest ship. It's the fastest ship. And that's but we the second have the fastest Dauntless. ship. Yeah. Oh, the interceptor. Interceptor. Because interceptor. Interceptor. Yeah. it intercepts them. <laughs> what, yeah, what does Elizabeth Swan say? Like, isn't this the fastest ship? And she's like, tell that to them when they catch us. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Like the pirate ships. Like, that's such a great line. Yeah. Like, I would definitely feel that if I was the captain, I'd be like, what? What are your words? Like, we're going to die. Why are you talking? Yeah. Like, <laughs> is this the fastest ship? Well, who gives. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here with your not knowing yeah. yes yeah i always knew it was unlucky to have a woman on the ship even a miniature one even a miniature one <laughs> what's your favorite scene Vito? uh actually it it's it's the one that haunted me the most it is that opener um specifically oh, okay. when you you see the ship slowly appear from yeah. the fog and we go up to elizabeth quietly singing a pirate's life for me right and that, I, I just remember the utter silence in the theater. And it's one of the few, it, the Pirates movies are the only ones that do this, where their openings are are so shocking. Yeah. And and really give you a different tone than the rest of the movie will ever hmm. carry. Yeah. Like the third one opens oh, with yeah. the hanging of all the pirates and the singing of Hoist the Colors, yeah, that's which terrifying. is so, so amazing unsettling. and so stirring. Yeah. And then it's like Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, the world's end. And then the movie doesn't really know what to do because it's such a strong opener. And then Dead Man's Chest opens with the the beautiful shots of it raining on the wedding that is not going to happen, right? And then this one opening with this, like a telling of a cursed tale and letting yeah. you know that there's evil out there. And that's that's probably the scariest that the movie is because it's much scarier before you know, you know, in the movie that the pirates are ghosts or are demon ghosts. Yeah. And it's much scarier just thinking about what they could be. Mm. right because the the fog is so intense and then they come across across the wreck like so quickly you're like oh shit like there's a boat on fire out here yeah like i didn't we didn't even see it because the fog is so thick and you just don't know what's what's beyond the reach of that and then when you get the the coin that falls you know and it says you know the curse of the black pearl you're like Like that coin's gonna be (laughs) a bad thing that she got (laughs) yeah exactly it has a skull on it i yeah i it's very iconic it lets you know what you're in for yeah. right away and it establishes a tone that the movie kind of ignores hmm. like it's never that scary again yeah and but they only it, flirt but it with it kind of holds it 
I think in this one, it does it most successfully. It holds the tone kind of in the back of your mind. And you remember it like when you see the Black Pearl, when you see the fog, like when they're chasing this. Uh, to mm-hmm. me, when they're, yeah. when they're chasing the ship. Yeah. And when that, she falls in yeah. the water the first time, yeah. like, and you hear like the Coin rippling thing. the water. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I, it's still fresh in your memory that like really that the glimpse that she has of the Black Pearl as it as it moves off in the distance and you're like, I'm not sure. Like, why isn't anyone else seeing this? But it's when she's holding the coin too, I think. Yeah. So yeah, it's, there's like yeah. the, the thing we were talking about the logic of the movie. That's never, they just say the coin, it calls to us. Right. Yeah. They just say that, but it didn't call to them until, until it touched the water. the water. But then yeah. when it hits the water, now it is just going to call to you all the time. So it, had it never, it, did that ever work before? Like, it's, it, but you don't question it at the moment it no, happens. No. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, something's happening. And they say, they come, they say like, oh yeah, the coin of calls with. You're like, yeah, yeah okay, done, yeah, done. It's actually kind of simple <laughs> oh. magic. Like, yeah. it's not it's not a hugely complex, like it gets so complicated later on in the series. Like <laughs> right. really complicated. You got to release Calypso by doing this and having all this. She's trapped work. in her earthly form, but she's yeah. mostly made of sand crabs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to be fair, this, this treasure hunting magic could also be like, it could be super complicated because like you know what if it wasn't elizabeth turner that, that was the wrong person what if what is one of the other like thousand people like will you remember which coin belonged to which person yeah like my, my wife and i were talking about how tedious it must have been for them to round up all these fucking coins <laughs> it it yeah so the real long. reason why like all they couldn't taste anything was they were just so damn bored yeah they were just like this is horrible but the crazy thing is they do it in like 25 years yeah. So yeah. they they're really dedicated group of pirates here. <laughs> and the yeah. only reason that they couldn't was because bootstrap or couldn't finish it off was because bootstrap just mailed it off. Yep. Like, yeah. Like mailed it off to his son who we can't find, I guess, or maybe they did find him. There's there's some things better less. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also like couldn't they have just gone down and gotten him? Yeah. But, he probably, but I mean they, they can they wouldn't walk. have he wouldn't have told. Yeah. 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 Does not just you yeah. see, you see, when you when you question it, you get real confused, and so it's better just not not to question it because it works. Because it, it works. It's fun. Oh yeah, it's shit! Fun. This is I all also about just fun. I also just realized like Bootstrap had a had a piece of gold. That's the gold. Well, that that's he, the one that, that he sent to Will. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but when when Bootstrap had been immortal. Yeah, so that's yeah. what they were saying. I think that they were trying to explain what would have happened here, and they said that they like thought before they knew that they were immortal. They like threw him to the bottom of the ocean yeah. and thought that that would kill him. And so technically when Will is like, when he breaks the curse, that would condemn Bootstrap to death. Except, yeah, except Davy true. Jones has already gotten him. Well, and then like, there's always, I, I remember like I watched twice cursed. I think they say yeah, twice cursed. Yeah. I feel like the next four movies are just trying to, to deal with all of the plot holes <laughs> that exist in the first one. Well, and they, that they also keep, <laughs> keep making new ones they're like okay oh, now more. we're talking about way pirate more. councils we're going to talk about gods uh there's, uh there's more pirates uh this is why you make movies based on books and not based on rides at <laughs> disneyland <laughs> can you imagine how sweaty the writer's room is this is like these five guys are like okay okay so wait who's lying okay they're lying and then what magic are we using don't talk about it. Okay, okay, yeah, just write it. Just write magic. It. <laughs> it's just magic. Wait, okay. Cortez. Okay, Mike. Yeah. Mike, I really want to hear your favorite scene. Okay, thank you, thank you, Jesse. I'll I'll, I'll share it with you. Uh, thanks for asking. 
Yeah. Um, I don't. This is so cute. That I think, <laughs> yeah, we can just go. I think so. I'll just talk about it. <laughs> okay. Um, so I've kind of got two favorite scenes, and one of them is like a favorite scene. And the other one, maybe we can can kind of drive us into kind of a bigger conversation about the movie and and deeper in. Are we going to talk about themes? Uh, maybe, <laughs> theme parks theme parks yeah. mostly theme, theme parks. parks no dude okay my favorite scene though is when elizabeth swan has been taken to meet captain barbosa mm. for the first time so. aboard the black pearl we board the black pearl and we see jeffrey rush mm-hmm. as captain barbosa for the first time and it's really funny, like they're back and forth. And you're like, oh, this is a nice pirate. Like he's, you know, I'm disinclined to ask, acquiesce to your request. Indeed. Means no. No. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Like it's so funny. You're like, I get it. This is funny. And then it goes further, further on. He's like, he's like feeding. Is this when he feeds her the food? It's like, eat, I, I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of, of the scene where like it's the reveal about yeah. how they're, oh, so the, yeah, so dinner, I guess, I guess the further, it's further dinner. on. But it's in and, that yeah. same stretch. Is it, it's in that same sequence, yeah, right? But they eat, they, she eats that disgusting looking pig. Dude, That it's looks so, so cold. <laughs> but like, she is so hungry. Yeah. yeah. And it's so weird, like, like he's weird, man. The way he's yeah. just watching her eat and like next the apple. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, it's poison. It's poison. Yeah. It says, no, it's not poisoned. I just have not been able to taste anything or feel anything for forever. And he's like, you're both disgusted by this guy and you also feel terrible for him. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a weird feeling going on in, in you when you experience, like, I don't know if like, I don't like feeling bad for this guy, but I do. And then she tries to stab him and he doesn't die. And she runs out and she sees all of the zombie ghost skeleton pirates revealed in the moonlight and uh, goes through like this crazy, almost like, it's a dance routine. It's a yeah. it's a ballet of horrors. It's it's the only time I really felt like I was on a theme park ride. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, that's very true. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Everything's like sweeping it. There's and she so gets, like, much thrown up in the air. Yeah. 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 yeah, like the CGI. It's not it's, great. It's, it's today, but it's pretty dang good. Yeah. It doesn't. It I didn't notice well. how bad it was. Like, yeah, I, it, that's not something that popped out at me. I, yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. I mean, I was looking. I, I was looking for it sure, to be yeah. bad. Yeah, that's and I was like. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was like, this is this is not bad. This is no. pretty good. And then, like the capstone to it all, Captain Barbosa sw- swigs at the the jug of wine or whatever, well, probably, and you yeah. see him, you see it going through like his chest cavity and falling on the ground. Yeah. And the best line in the movie, That's great. yeah. You best start believing in ghost stories, Missy. You're yeah. you're in one. It's amazing. <laughs> so cool. Uh, Barbosa's so character is just like a spectacular, like serious foil to Jack Sparrow because Jack Sparrow's ridiculous. This pirate who's fun and you don't know whether to love him or hate him. But Barbosa just is. Yeah. He's just like the career pirate who takes things so seriously. Who like you? They'll, you'll be. You'll ask him to like pirate pilot the ship around difficult waters and whatever but he's just serious and intense and you, you can awesome. really see like the issues that he would have had with captain jack so yeah. you know, i've been like every this guy way. is a clown i hate yeah. him <laughs> yeah yeah 
To be well, honest, I would have been on his side, I, I think. I think so. I think well, yeah. I, I, I don't want this like, chaos agent, like, captaining yeah. my ship. It's like, I will die. Yeah. Like, I'll have fun, but I will die soon. Yeah. <laughs> I might have less fun with with Barbosa, but I will die later. Yeah. <laughs> I, also, that is the most Zimmer the score gets is yeah. right there. Because, like, boom, 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 He's like, so, it's like, it's he, like called, ah! he called up, like, the music director and is like, get me all the timpani players you have. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all of them? I mean, all of yeah. them. Yeah. Did I stutter? Yeah. Did I stutter? I, I think you heard me as saying like a lot of timpani players. <laughs> I meant I meant all, all the, the timpani, timpani players. players. In the world. <laughs> it's like that scene in the Muppets where they had to get all of the all the, puppet, the puppeteers, the puppeteers west yeah. of the Rockies, yeah, including Tim Burton, <laughs> yeah, including Tim Burton. It's wild. All, all the timpani players west of the Rockies. <laughs> Um, well, great. So great. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that was one. Did you that. see your two? Favorite so, scenes? so my second favorite scene, and this is like, this is a little bit more serious. Mm, um, this, mm. this movie has like uh, some serious parts. So, so I wanted to bring it up because mm-hmm. it's both kind of funny and it's serious. And it's something that I've actually like since seeing this movie, I've thought about constantly. Was it his blacksmith's hands Ooh. and how they're rough? <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's it. <laughs> how did you know? <laughs> Are we the same person? No. Yes, exactly. No, okay. Ooh, it's, that it's explains the, scene the unit. After. <laughs> um... I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Which scene, Mike? No, no, no. The scene. So after they um, after they steal the interceptor, mm, which mm. is a great scene. Um, like that's that's a ton of fun. Too. I have asked. Uh, I have. Oh, so good. <laughs> so you're so lame, Will. <laughs> Such a jerk. Um. No, they're they're piloting the interceptor and they're going to Tortuga, but I don't think Will knows that yet. Jack knows it. Sure. And uh, Will decides that the best time to confront Captain Jack Sparrow is when they're stuck alone on a boat in the middle of the ocean, just the two of them. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone knows, especially we who have wives, that situations where you're stuck in one place with the other person is the best time to confront them. It must be the best time because that's the time it always happens. Yeah, it's, it's when it always happens. <laughs> yeah. But so, uh, so he, he confronts me and uh, one of he he says, "Hey, Jack, you know when I was going to when I was freeing you from prison, you were only interested when you heard my last name. You knew my father, didn't you?" And uh, Jack reveals that he did know Will's father and that Will's father was a pirate. He's a pirate. And Will has spent his entire life becoming a blacksmith who makes really good weapons mm-hmm. and practicing with them for three hours a day or something, five yeah. hours a day. Yeah. Two. Two, kill pirates. That's it. He wants to kill the pirates. Indeed. And uh, that's just like a shock to his world. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to fight Jack. He says, no, this isn't the case. And Jack says, well, here you go. And, and he puts him out on a sail over the ocean. And Will says, hey, you're not fighting fair, as he often does. And he says, I'm a pirate. I don't have to. Mm-hmm. They get back, and he gets Will back on the boat. And Jack has taken Will's sword, and he he gives him an offer of two options. And he says, you can either come with me. And he holds the sword out to Will, um, pointed at him. He's pointing the, the sword, like, point at mm-hmm. him. Indeed. And then he says, or you can be against me. And he flips the sword over and gives him the handle, as if, like, if you're against me, here's the sword to kill me with or to fight me with at least. Sure. 
which is the opposite of how that goes in every other movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. If you're with me, here's the sword to go fight the bag, the other guys with me. If you're against me, I'm going to kill you, hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Which I thought like, it was fascinating. I, I, I thought that that was very interesting and kind of like, yeah. like it's it's this kind of what we got here is this battle of two people who live by codes. Yeah, and one of them is kind of like this wet, you know, wet behind the ears noob who uh, who thinks of everything in sort of black and white, um, and you know, Norrington's over one shoulder there, and then Jack is is this guy who you kind of discover has a code. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't seem to. You're wondering the whole time if he has a code, but it kind of comes out that he does, and you see that in different parts, especially in his relationship with Will, mm-hmm. more um, like guidelines. <laughs> yeah, more like guidelines. <laughs> Except for him, they're not really. Uh-huh. But there might be more just specific to him and how he yeah. lives his life. Yeah, I thought that was just a fascinating scene, or or how or how yeah. he specifically treats this person. Yeah, because he he's shown in many encounters with uh, many people that he doesn't give a flying ass about anyone really there are so many people that he owes money to that he's (laughs) stiff that he's robbed that he's stolen from or killed yeah uh that really would disagree with any sort of code of ethics but he does women who slap him yeah yeah. i deserve that one i deserve that one i stole her shit borrowed (laughs) borrowed now it's at the bottom of the ocean um (laughs) yeah so i think that he does have a very specific relationship to will and i think the movie does a really good job in setting that up and setting up the unique way he treats him. And I think that really does have to do with the respect that he had for the boy's father, I think is, is pretty key in that scene. Because everyone that knows Bootstrap really does seem, they know him as as a definitely a man of a code. Yeah. Um, even the two pirates who don't like him are like, yeah, we don't like him because he refused to help us. The guy sucks. But yeah. it, it sucks because he didn't help them. But that's because they're murderers. And I think at a certain point, like he talks about, like when he had Will and later on, he just didn't want that life anymore. And I think that Jack must have known that. So it is really interesting. I, yeah, think, yeah. I think though it's just very specialized to Will and then by extension through the respect that uh, Elizabeth Swan kind of wins from him as well. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he does give respect. I think he even respects Barbosa. Yeah. Yes. He absolutely, yeah, yeah, I think he absolutely does. Yeah. I think he only respects those that he believes could beat him or in Will's case, those that maybe he feels some sort of um, familial affection yeah. for. Yeah. Mentorship. And- yeah, yeah. What do you think? Yeah. That's a great question. I, it is. It's um. It kind of goes to show the juxtaposition of contradictions. I'm trying to be like Barbosa, mm. big words here, <laughs> Captain uh, uh, Bossanova. Uh, <laughs> where he, um, I, I think that even just seeing the first, the first two like big acts that you see from him are the saving of Elizabeth Swan, where you think. This guy's the best. What a, like how could anyone dislike him? Like sure he's a little rough around the edges, but like, like he'll really do the right thing. And then that's followed up really quickly by like you know his his skeeviness in throwing the the manacles around her neck and um uh, and like using her as as um collateral to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Um and just kind of making jokes like careful with the goods darling and yeah. whatever and, really um gross. and so it's it's so interesting because like you get this this strange like wait a minute I don't understand this guy. This is not like a stereotype as much as you kind of want to to think going in, which is actually kind of the way that Will is too like 
I thought that he was going to be the stereotypical like hero who gets the girl at the end by being like the bravest and the boldest and the best word fighter. He's not like there's there's more depth there and more wimpiness there. Yeah, yeah he's, um, a, he's a pirate. He's a pirate. Yeah, don't forget. <laughs> Just want to remind everyone. He's but a Jeff, pirate, a pirate. <laughs> I gotta do this. I gotta do this line enough times. You stop doing it. <laughs> that's my goal. Oh, it's never gonna happen. <laughs> but that's so like interesting that Jack is like he he contradicts himself half the time. Yeah, and that's but it's like but it's him. It's all authentic Jack. Mm-hmm. Well, I kind of think. I mean, I don't know. Um, I kind of think it's it's kind of interesting because he does he ever do something that he thinks is gonna active. Within the confines of the movie and the main characters, obviously, like, plot hole, like, he's a thieving, murdering, pillaging pirate. He's not a good guy. But within, like, the movie, you know, all the people he does well by, right? Like, sure, he's going to use Will to get the Black Pearl back. But the way he's going to do it isn't going to leave Will in any in in harm. And, like, his plans keep getting getting messed up because he doesn't tell them. You never know that, though. He could have. He was about to. Yeah, he was about. To. You see, you, that's the thing with it with the character yeah. that's really brilliant is yeah. that you want to assume the best of him because he's done some good things. Yeah. But you can't forget, guys, he's a pirate. He's he a pirate. will lie. Yeah. He's a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> that was awful. I loved it. Um, but go, going back to to the Mike scene that he was pointing out with with the sword or whatever, and when he says, or, "Or are you against me?" and then he hands the handle to Will. I think that's, you know, like Jack Sparrow is lucky, but he also does plan a lot of stuff out, but he doesn't have like grand master plans. I think, I think rarely he does. And usually those go sour pretty quick, but for the most of Jack's life, I think he operates just like knowing individual aspects around him. Like he knows he can bail that little ship out for so long. And then eventually he won't have to anymore. And he can just sit on the mast and it'll take him to port. Right. majestic yeah <laughs> and he also knows if he gets will with his goody two-shoe self who hates pirates to go with him to get the pirates he'll get him where he want him so that he can hand him over to barbosa like he wants people to act in the way that he that is natural and predictable for him i think it it also helps jack sparrow to to know people aren't gonna like flip-flop on him so if they just remain consistent character great he can work with mm. this Hmm. It, it, in a couple ways, the only character I could really draw close to this, and this is an extreme example, was was the Joker from The Dark Knight, hmm. uh, because they both <laughs> like chaos a little bit, and oh, they yeah. both sort of work within it to get what they want. And they both, it, in the one sense, though, the Joker's a lot better at planning things out by seeming a lot more loose, and Jack is like constantly foiled by these people who just like won't do his damn plan. <laughs> He's like, no, yeah. just let me. Let me lie about who you are, and then I'm going to pretend to give them to you, and then I'm going to get the ship, and then we're going to get the gold, and I'm going to get you out of there, and we're going to leave. It's perfect. Yeah. I'm not telling you any of that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to trust yeah. me. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. You also don't know if he is just going to sell Will off and then leave. You, don't, yeah. you just mm-hmm. don't know. Well, but I yeah. mean, he wasn't, like, the whole time he wants to get the Black Pearl back, yeah, right? That's so his the whole time he, he wants to kill Barbosa. Yeah. That's his actual plan. And. Yeah having will die in the middle of all of that isn't really a part of it. I, I don't know. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't really, I don't think it really, I don't want to discuss like whether Jack Sparrow is a good guy or a bad guy or whatever he is. No, no, but I'm not a chaos. Yeah. Chaos it's, it's mostly chaos. chaos. Yeah. 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 But with like a yeah, little bit of thinking, but like, I guess what I saw with that was like, he was sort of bowing to, to will's like code and being like, Hey, like I, res- oh. I, I guess like I respect you, 
And like, if you will not, if you will not come with me, we will have to fight. Mm. And if we will fight, I will give you a fair chance mm. in, in giving him a sword to fight like that. I think and that's within his own code. I don't know. Sorry. I'm sorry, I, Jesse. I'm I think that, I think that's sort of part of it. But it, it's funny that you just brought up the Joker, though, in comparison to him. Another person I could think of is also is maybe like Sherlock Holmes, because both like Captain Jack, Sherlock Holmes and the Joker just seem to be really, really bored because they like understand most people really well. It's very clear that Jack Sparrow understands what people are doing at all aspects of their life. Somehow he's he just understands that and wants to manipulate it and is really bored by it. So he loves chaos. And I think the the two types of chaos he loves are the evil kind of chaos, but he doesn't like it when it's pointed against him. And also he loves people acting for the good for its own sake, because that is also unexpected and weird. Hmm. He loves nobleness and virtue because that is again, a type of chaos in and of itself in this crazy world where everybody just needs survival. So does he hate like most what the, the governor or the mayor, like what, what is, what is the thing that he hates? He hates normalcy. He hates definitely the system. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He's a bureaucracy. Yeah. The things that do the same things over and over and over again. That's he's a cuss the system guy. Yeah. 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 He's a rock star. He is a rock star. He is a rock star, which is kind of fun because didn't he base like, I heard that he based a lot of the, yeah, yeah. He then plays his dad. He's like, yeah. (laughs) And they're like, stop doing that. Stop acting like that. He's like, I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. He becomes this iconic character. (laughs) Academy Award nominated character. (laughs) Acting that way in his real life didn't end up quite as well as it did with. (laughs) No, no. The the agent of chaos thing in real life. uh, There's actual people that you will hurt. uh, And not just characters that you can go on another high flying adventure with. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a sad footnote, yeah. but I hope yeah. that as time goes on, it will be, you'll kind of be able to forget about the man playing the character yeah, and be able to just appreciate what's on the screen for you to see. Yeah. It's true. Which is kind of how, how we try as a podcast to talk about particularly troublesome actors who are in roles in movies that we really love. We don't believe in, in just completely forgetting about the movie. We try and just appreciate what we're seeing. So we know Johnny yeah. Depp might be a monster. We know Amber Heard might be a monster. Yeah. So I heard that possible she was. they're both monsters. I heard. I heard, I heard that that she was. That's bad. Trying to make a serious <laughs> point. I think Jesse's the agent of chaos. <laughs> a little bit. I. But speaking to that, yeah, I. I really. I really hate thinking about about Hollywood and the people behind it. Anytime I do, it's like it's like I just I just expect everybody to be evil, and it's it's like it's more rare that they're good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. every day that goes by that I don't hear something bad about Dick Van Dyke is just a really. Oh great no, day. I haven't heard these. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Oh, there's no. nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. That's what I'm saying. Every oh, day that goes by amazing. that I don't hear anything. I'm like, I'm home. Home. I was yeah. just thinking home. of like yeah. all the Woody Woody Allen stuff. Yeah, I'm like I've just lost hope. And just, yeah, Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. Is, he wanders yeah. around with his troop of men dancing and dancing. exactly. Yeah. He just he's sweeping chimneys to this day. Yeah. yeah, and also Keanu Reeves. doing pratfalls and Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Oh yeah, nicest guy, nicest guy ever. Unless you kill his, dog. and apparently Unless Robert Redford, maybe, probably, probably. Okay, I think we should stop. We should stop naming names because we might we <laughs> you know, might really turn yeah, ourselves up short later. That might be that might be really terrible. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll take back Robert Redford. <laughs> I don't want to back anybody. Exactly, I'm backing. I'm backing uh, dead celebrities only from now on. Yes. 
Yeah. Okay, so that was a, that was an interesting point, Mike. Yeah, uh, I really awesome, appreciate man. it. Where yeah. are we? I, I think I, I think I, it I think does the, give some background, and, it, and it, yeah. it shows that there's a there's some things happening in here that are more creative than what you would expect to see in something like this. Well, there's more themes. Oh, there's there a few more themes in it <laughs> than maybe you'd expect in it. Is it? Would you say it's 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 thematic? It's a little thematic. Indeed there's, indeed. there's a little bit of that quality to is it. Is there anything in this in this movie that's element. exact mature thematic elements? Yeah, mature yeah. thematic elements. <laughs> a little mature, a little thematic. Have little you element. seen have you seen anything um seminal in this film? <laughs> you know, I would say um I haven't said that word on a podcast in quite some time. Yeah. I, mm, uh, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I worked really hard not to say that this was very seminal. Good for job. me in my childhood. Good job. Which is probably a good thing not to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say that. I feel I feel like it's getting serious. I don't want to keep it serious. I, I want to make it more lighthearted. So if someone else has somewhere to go, that would be awesome. What's our talk heading? about? The other the, there was just like there was one other thing that I wanted to to talk about with this scene, and and it's it runs through the whole movie. Um, like this whole movie is full of these kind of kind of themes, kind of ideas, right? That are that are not fully fleshed out, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like in a, another movie that did this, I would be very frustrated. But with with Pirates of the Caribbean, I'm just like totally fine with it. But the the other one is like sort of the the relationship that Orlando Bloom has with his dad. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that, you know, becomes very apparent um, being angry about him being a pirate. He thought of him as a merchant. Um, and he talks about it later and he says, and it's honestly like it's kind of silly. He's talking to Elizabeth Swan as they're about to get, you know, attacked by the Black Pearl. Is, on is, the this, is this when he's wrapping up her hand? Yeah, when he's wrapping yeah. up yeah, yeah. With, with his blacksmith's hand. It's, <laughs> oh, it's so rough. It's oh, so no, rough. it's not that. I mean, they are. Don't stop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the, that's my so least favorite scene in the movie. So but when just, Don't and, stop and wrapping my wound. <laughs> I need it cleaned. <laughs> also, your hands aren't clean. You're a pirate. I know. You're a pirate. She's a pirate. We must <laughs> protect against gang green. I like one of the worst lines. Probably the worst line in the movie is when he says, you know, like, but I'm a pirate. Yeah. I have the blood of a pirate in me. In my veins. I, in my veins. And it's so stupid. Yes, it's so we horrible. know what it's it not means like, to blood Like, being a you. pirate isn't a race or a nationality. It's yeah. like a choice. Like, this is very much a choice. It's a career. Yeah. It's a career choice. Yeah. It's a vocation, even. Indeed. But it doesn't mean, like, you are now a pirate if your father was a pirate. Yeah. So it's kind of silly the way that they do it. But I for me, I, I was I was 13 or 14 when I saw this. So my dad had passed away five mm. or six years before. Mm. And I was kind of working through a lot of the same sort of things. Like mm. like um, you know, trying to figure out like what of my father was a part of me, what was me, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that, which yeah. was something that that I, I think probably we all do as sons 100%. like of people. Yeah. I try to figure out what is us, what is them. Um, what did we get? What's nature? What's nurture? All that good stuff. It's a yeah. lifelong quest I found. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Lifelong quest. A lifelong adventure. Voyage? Even. Voyage. There we <laughs> go. That's the one. Um, <laughs> is it a theme that ties but, together? Yeah. It's a theme that ties together. I just like that was kind of cool to see like um, a main character having lost his father and wrestling with the same things at the same time that I was, which yeah. which I liked. So is are we thinking then that like is Johnny is uh, sorry is Jack Sparrow like a father figure to him in a way or not really? I think he's a father figure to us all, Chris. Oh, <laughs> that's my mistake to limit <laughs> to limit it. <laughs> Da- Daddy Sparrow is that what we're talking about? Oh no, not Daddy Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. <Whoa. laughs> 
He's a pirate. <laughs> a pirate. <laughs> yeah, and on top of that too, um, <laughs> just like the idea of of con- like you're. I think you know all of us. We were, we were boys. We were like fourteen or fifteen <laughs> or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, so we're like kind of encountering like like combating like our parents, but also like realizing that the black and white world that we grew up in yeah. um, isn't quite as black and white. Like the rules are maybe more like guidelines anyway. Is that a line from something somewhere? They're more like guidelines, <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah. It's like Mr. Gibbs. He's weird, but I love him. I know he's so great. Like, he's so great. I thought that was cool. I like that. I like that. I think it was put very, very well. Yeah. So the the guidelines in this are treated really interestingly, and I like that you kind of found your way through even reflecting on something as dumb. Yeah. As a pirate fantasy supernatural movie that Disney was really proud of as their first PG-13 movie and just wanted to tell little Jesse about it so badly. But <laughs> it's, that's kind of what we're here to do on the show yeah. is examine these things that maybe seem kind of dumb and sometimes draw a lot of meaning out of it. I, I definitely drew meaning a little bit more out of the second and third one, hmm. uh, just relating actually to your point oh, um, cool. yeah. that will come up again as we do those. So I'll save it for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they've tried to do this with a million movies that are made by a committee and like, you know, absolute corporate overlord sort of thing, but it it actually worked with this one. It worked Mm -hmm. for me at least. Yeah. Um, it's very sincere. Yeah. 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 Like that's, I think that's the only reason we, I can personally stomach Will Turner is because like, he's, I, I don't like this character in any way. Except, like, I kind of understand where the dude's coming from a little bit. Like, I get I get where his angst is. Like, I think especially it's, like, my younger my younger me, like, really latched on to the angst, right? Like, I got that. That made a lot of sense. And, like, watching it, like, years later, like, it's funny. Like, I, I, like, I remember the same struggle. Like, in a lot of ways, I think, I think I'm out of it. And I've accepted that I, I am somewhat like my dad and also like myself too. And I've, and I've learned how to mesh that together, but like seeing and reminding myself, that this is like a huge monumental, like, like boulder to carry. And it seemed like I could never, I, I could never figure that out. Yeah. Uh, like, like Will Turner really rang true with me as well as a lot of other characters did. I can't like place them all now, but, there's in a lot of ways that's like a common trope like a bombshell is dropped in your life and you like you've based your whole life around the idea that like my pirates killed my dad and i want to kill them or whatever his backstory is Mm -hmm. and now my life is totally different earth shattering let's go on a quest to save the girl and also figure out who i am now basically Yeah. yeah 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 I was also thinking, um, he's not entirely wrong. His dad was a merchant, you know, of other people's stuff. <laughs> but he, he was a merchant, you know. <laughs> it's a different economy, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Thanks the for blood of your enemies days. for their stuff. Yeah, yep. Yeah. It's an yeah. easy price for him to pay. Yeah, yeah. It's really, easy. <laughs> really easy. But at the same time, too, like you find out that Bootstrap has a code too, because yeah. he's like, "What we did was wrong. We shouldn't have stolen that." Yep. The Cortez gold, and I think that we deserve to pay for these crimes. Like that's really complex stuff. When we're talking about this this world of guidelines, this world of Jack Sparrow and contradictions yet codes and whatnot. Uh, it's nice to think like you actually do relate. He thought so strongly that he condemned his entire crew <laughs> to a life of being undead. <laughs> intense committal, man. Pretty intense. He's like, he's like, y'all suck. And I'm going to remind you that all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> y'all suck. I don't care if you send me to the bottom of the ocean on a can. Exactly. Yeah. I do want to say, we haven't talked about Elizabeth Swan really at all. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, and I think that that's kind of a disservice because this she's a big character in this movie. Yeah, and like all is. of our problems with Will Turner are kind of like, he's not really the one who saves the day. Yeah. Yeah. She kind of is in a way. Yeah. Like a bit. It's it's her. It's her action of aboard the ship where she's the one that first comes up with the plan to ditch Drop all the stuff. And yeah. Right. Stuff. Yeah. And even though it doesn't work and in the end it's, it's Jack who has them drop anchor. Right. Right. Um, she's still involved in the fighting and is, is a very active, a very active protagonist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's constantly getting her power taken away from her, but so is Will. Right. I mean, yeah. Will gets knocked yeah. out like five times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's always getting knocked doesn't, out. Doesn't she also tell them to unload the anchor? Cause Jack is in prison. He's in the he's in the brig. Oh, that's yeah, true. I think it was her idea. She said the right side, starboard. Because yeah. it's like them. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, what's right that and left? We know starboard and larboard. Daft like yeah. Jack. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice remembering. She's Jesse. the one who gets them like off of the island. She's yes. the one. Yeah. who gets a lot of this stuff. She breaks the rum. She acts so decisively in a, in a lot of areas, and like even when it comes to making decisions as a child to save Will from. Like being see, strong see enough him. as a pirate, see him and yeah. just say like, oh, "I'm gonna hide yeah, the pirate yeah. coin from Norrington." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, she. She acts really with with purpose and integrity. Yeah, and courage. Um, and courage, you know, yeah. courage. Maybe not. Maybe not integrity because I think she's just as much of a pirate, if not more so, than Will. Okay. I was just gonna say. I think that actually they did the line wrong in the end. I think. She's a pirate. She's a pirate. Yeah. She's a pirate. She's a pirate. I'm a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she even I'm helps Will get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, yeah, what ship does she steal? She steals the Black Pearl. Yeah. She steals the Black Pearl. She gets a Black Pearl for Jack. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, a big, she, like, the pirate, yeah. like, lord of all the council yeah. or whatever. Yep. And, like, the yeah, third, one, the third too, one, yeah. yeah. yeah Dude, she true. does everything, yeah. to be honest. It's like... It's like she she like suffocated in her corset or whatever, and then Jack Sparrow saves her, and then immediately like abuses her trust, right? Yep. And then from then Bloody on, pirates. she tries to be as conniving and quick witted or quicker than Jack is, and she actually manages to do so. It's kind of cool, yeah. uh, all the way through, all the way up until uh, Hello Beastie. Which we'll get to in the next movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. Yeah. I, I do want to talk about her her arc as, as we go along. So in, in the second and third one. But I think the first one, she goes from kind of plucky youngster. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, uh, uh, what's the main character of, of Treasure Island? Jim Hawkins. Yeah. Like kind of yes, like a Jim, yeah. right? Who is, is 
resourceful, yeah, but yeah. completely green. Unlike Will Turner, who is unresourceful and green. Well, okay, I want to say too. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna defend but, Will a little bit. Well, here. then let, let me let me finish. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let me finish with 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 Elizabeth Turner, and then I don't know if you need to defend. I was just making a yeah, joke because okay. he sucks. No, no, uh, no, no you this is like, like one too many times without um, anybody defending him. I, I think I it's got fine. a little defense. I think I mean got a little defense. Okay, but so she's yeah. there, and then she has to go through all this pirating stuff, right? And she g- g- does the whole gamut from being prisoner all the way up to being marooned, right? And there, it really seems like she she yeah. seizes the reins of power there. She's like, I am so sick of this shit. Of all these bloody pirates. Yeah. Doing all this bloody pirating and lying and no one is helping me and I just need to accomplish my goals. Yeah. And then when she finally gets away, it, it, she kind of comes a little bit back full circle. She goes back into the society that she left and is all set to marry the man that she says she loves, um, mm-hmm. who is a pirate. Right. Uh, even though he sort of denies that moniker. And then... That, that's kind of it, though. Like, her, her arc is like is kind of a circle, right? She comes back, having yeah. changed. Yeah. Yeah. All the way. Yeah, all the way. But back in her same role. Yeah. I mean, a little bit, though, because what she's going to do, she's about to marry Norrington, which is weird. Like, I don't really yeah. feel like that would have happened. Like, she wouldn't have been there on the wedding day. And also, like, it all just, yeah. everything comes together at once but then she's like no i'm not gonna marry i'm gonna work marry will yeah and makes like the firm choice like no i'm gonna gonna go to the horizon (laughs) well she's but she's wearing the same clothes but and she passes out again but this time when she passes out it's to help out the pirates right she's still as manipulative or more so than than jack could ever be or as manipulative as he is so i think she's still still completely pirate yeah, I wasn't. She, I wasn't saying no, nah, but I mean, she, she when she leaves the society, she comes back in the same place uh, in it. This this yeah. time, making the firmer decision to be with the man that she loves, right? Which is gotcha. and radically different We're, from the other. Liter- two. Yeah. yeah, literally wearing the same clothes but using it differently. Hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Using it rather than being like having it do something to her. Yeah. She chooses. Yeah. Know, it's the whole yeah. like breaking out of like the corset idea at the beginning where it's like, oh, we're getting so mad. Like society <laughs> in England, like the patriarchy closing in, exactly. having her not breathe. And, and then now she's like using it for herself yeah. as opposed to being a pretty object. Guys, but, I'm going to say it for one last time. She's a pirate. <laughs> she's a pirate. <laughs> Wait, who are we talking about? I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. You wanted to say something about Will. Okay. I do want to say like, Will Turner did his best to be prepared. Like he practiced three to five hours a day. Practice a lot. Like he, the, the poor guy, like people keep taking his work and stuff. And the thing is, he's just not sticking up for himself. And I do think they go on kind of like mirror arcs and while, mm-hmm. because like he learns to stick up for himself and he learns to be like, no, I'm going to make the choice. I'm going to be the one who does something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be the one who uses Jack. And to they're disastrous all, effect. Yeah. They're all trying to, isn't it? They're all like trying to use each other. And then like when they finally start working together, things work out. Mm, just like, like preschool. Yeah. Just like preschool. <laughs> yeah, but so like, like he was trying to prepare and like the world ended up being something that he was completely unprepared for through no fault of his own. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. He's a really hmm. great swordsman. He actually is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like he actually is. He would, he, he would have yeah. killed Captain Jack Sparrow in a fair fight in a fair fight. Yeah. But he's a pirate. He's a pirate. He's a pirate. I'm going to change my accent every time. Too. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> a, a nice challenge for you. Good. There's, there's um, that great like 
I think it's in this movie where he says like, you wouldn't beat me if it was a, a fair fight. I'd kill you if it was a fair fight. And Jack's like, well, that doesn't give me much incentive. to fight. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, care. that wraps him up so much. It's survival as a pirate yeah. as opposed to like honor and integrity. And then death. And death. Yeah. yeah. Like a knight. Survive for five movies. Exactly. That's, that's his goal. It's a lot. Yeah. But so I, I don't know. They, they kind of mirror each other. Which I thought, and like he has to make choices, like he has to choose to do things, and Elizabeth has to choose to do things as mm-hmm. opposed to have things done, done to them, unto. Yeah. Um, which I thought was cool. It's not like beating you over the head with some sort of like battle of the sexes, like sort of. No, it's actually thing. sneaky. It's sneaky. It, it, yeah, it is sneaky. It, yeah, and it, yeah, I thought it did a really good job of expressing something that was a little bit more complicated and nuanced than mm. what you'd normally expect from a movie like this. Yeah, I agree. She's not Megan Fox like and Transformers. It. Oh, yeah, no. that's what oh, I expected. Yeah. yeah, just explosions and yeah. cannon fire and whatever. Yeah, explosions, cannon fire, and she's wearing uh, almost nothing yeah. in, in in flames. Yeah, <laughs> while watching um, the boat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't we don't get anything like that. Thank goodness. All right, guys, I'd like to introduce a sidebar. This is a game. sidebar. Mm. The game is Rigetti, the one-eyed pirate. How many times does he lose his eye during this movie? Oh, Mike, do you have a guess? I'm going to say four times. Four times. I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree. I remembered four distinct moments where he loses his eye. Although if we're counting weird things happening to his eye, then it's like seven. Okay, I'm counting when like he gets the fork stuck in his eye and yeah. he pulls the eye out as him losing the eye. Oh, I was not. Yeah, that was kind of that too. Okay. I was thinking. What? I was thinking closer to seven, but okay. I I don't remember all of them. I'm just thinking it happens a lot, and throughout all the movies. Yeah, even yeah. up to it being like the talisman for Barboza. Yeah, the third one, which is such a funny little thing. I remember that. I, I, I'm gonna say seven. I'm gonna say seven. Ooh, ooh. Okay, Jesse. From my extensive internet research. It's three. Oh, three. Oh. All right. So they're, are they not counting the, uh, they're the eye? They're not counting the anything. So let, let's, the internet count, doesn't know let's, anything. Count, let's count the fork. Uh, okay. And then also when you first see him, he has pulled it out. He shines it. He puts it back in. That's, oh, right. that's true. That's right. right. And then he loses. He actually like loses it and says, me eye. And like, like crawls all over the. <laughs> the wait, wait, Jesse. Say part. that again. Me eye. Me eye. Yeah. During that battle at the end, can you guys think of another time where he loses it? Does the monkey take it or is that the next one? I, I don't think the monkey takes it in this next one. one. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm thinking of all yeah. the fight scenes that he and the other guy was at. Rid- Wait, it, it gets knocked out and he has to like run along the deck for it in the middle of a fight, right? At the very yeah, last so that, scene. Yeah. And, he, last, and he pops up at the end. Fight. like Yeah. That's when he's yeah. there mortal again and he's like, Holly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's when he shouts "me I," and then there's the fork, okay. and then there's the intro. It's it's just three. I I, I only remembered like nonstop eye stuff. I that's, feel like he gets hit on I the head too. at some point. I, is that the second or th- that, that might be that's the second the, or third one though? Yeah, yeah, we're blurring the movies together. That happens uh, happens later. So this is going to be a reoccurring segment as we try and figure out exactly <laughs> this how much movie. eye nonsense happens. Awesome. Love the eye nonsense. <laughs> Well, okay, that was that was our answer. Do do you require Three more times. of us 
Sidebar caller. Times. I don't believe uh, you. Nope, that was it. I'm going to end sidebar. End sidebar. Beautiful. I well, think they should have done like at least four or five times as many. Yeah. That joke never gets old. Like, Not e- ever. Every time he's on screen, they're just like falling out. And he's <laughs> <laughs> every time it's just, it's just his eye. <laughs> Keeps giving me splinters. <laughs> <laughs> that I the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh. uh, well, uh, Thank you for joining us tonight, Chris. But before we let you go, we have to ask the question that we ask every episode. Is this a, a dad's movie? Oh, yes. Yes. So I, I feel like it's very different than the last movie that we talked about, and which was La La Land when I was on. And there's mm. so many different genres <laughs> of dad movies, but this is so much fun. Like passing out a part of our... Um, our seminal moments mm. in growing up. Seminal. Uh, <laughs> but but like relating to like our dads, having them relate to us. Like I, I kind of relate it to it's not quite totally accurate, but like I remember when my dad showed me Star Wars, a movie that like yeah. he grew up on in a lot of ways, like in the teenage years and whatnot. And this is like a, a tier below Star Wars, but still like a fun movie that that they'll be able to watch, enjoy family movie nights. Mm-hmm. Um, and dads like ships, right? Like they're like naming oh, ships yeah. and yeah. having ships oh, yeah. go at each other. Na- and, like, naval movement yeah. and history. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Dude, nothing beats the moment when they go next to each other and then they fire the guns. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, my oh, God. It's so cool. Yeah. Every time, it's every it's single amazing. time you yeah. see it. They're like making fun of each other through the portholes. Yeah. <laughs> like, you suck. Like, yeah, you like, suck more. I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to shoot it. you with forks because that's all we got left. <laughs> but then like, and then just the, the stats of the, sh- I always love stats. I'm like, when you go into the future movies with like the, fl- what would happen? Who would win in a fight between the flying Dutchman and the black pearl? Yeah. And you're like, Oh, I would wish that we could see that. <laughs> it's like the Michael Jordan and LeBron. If they yeah. played against each other, like yeah. you, you want to have all these mythical, uh, mythical things that we've read about and heard mm-hmm. in lots of different pieces of literature on screen with just like lines that you can quote ad nauseum at your kids about being pirates and like acting like Jack Sparrow to embarrass them. Oh yeah. Total bad. Right? Gonna, oh, yeah. gonna do that for sure. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for reminding yeah. me that course. I have that capability. Yeah. yeah. Parlay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just whatever. I can't wait to use that sarcastically on my teenagers. Parlay, come oh. on, come on down. <laughs> Not a big deal that no one invited man, you. If you were my dad, I would get so angry at you. <laughs> oh man! Oh, I would too. Yeah. How about you, Jesse? Oh, it's absolutely a dad movie. Everything, yeah, everything Christmas said, especially the lines. Wait, what's the acquiesce your request line? I, I am I'm disinclined dis- to acquiesce to your request. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the best way to no. say no to your kids. Hey, hey, daddy, say- can I can I have the car tonight? My boyfriend, who's not a pirate, wants to take me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a kind request, your request. I, I love, oh, I love yeah. that. Like, I would love to there was that. a previous boyfriend. That was, <laughs> and that was the big issue. Because <laughs> Jesse's like, Jesse goes, well, is he a pirate? And she's like, he's a pirate. <laughs> uh, won't be Daddy Sparrow, though. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> so yes yes it's a dad movie it's it's every and it's got swashbuckling adventure which i love and there aren't enough movies that have that and i can't wait to watch this with my kids mike how about you 
You know what, guys? I was thinking about zagging here, but there's no way. This is a dad movie. You can tell it's a dad movie. I love this movie, and I can't wait to to see it with my kids. I can't wait to blow their minds and freak them out and have take them, a walk. Ha- have them enjoy <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. I can't wait to tell them take a walk when I'm sticking them in the house. Exactly. <laughs> take a walk. Yeah. And they'll be like, "No, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to be a skeleton again." <laughs> and they'll say, "Not to the car." Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What about you, Vito? It's definitely a dad movie. And uh, I, I have a case. I have a case for this whole trilogy being a dad trilogy. Um, and we'll explore that more as we go on. Yes, fantastic. Yes, yes. I cannot wait to disagree uh, vehemently with you guys. <laughs> but from all of us at Not Your Father's Movies, I'm Vito. I'm Mike. I'm, I'm Chris. I think it worked. Ah, that's good. Ah, great. Good night. Good night. Thanks for having me, guys.